and welcome to episode 16 of the Ball and All podcast. This is the Game Week 12 review. Before we get into it, follow us on Twitter at BNA Podcast. Join the conversation with hashtag BNA Podcast. If you want to try your hand at fantasy football, see how good you are. The fantasy football code is 686-834-151968. You're here with your usual suspects, me, Flows. MK in the building. BNF Ben No Filter. Biggest game of the weekend was obviously the Manchester Derby. City versus United at the Etihad Stadium last season. City were 2-0 up and ended 3-2 thanks to the magic of Pogba. Pogba wasn't there. It ended 3-1 to United. 3-1, 3-2. What are you saying? Pogba's a juju man. 3-1, what? 3-2. This ended 3-1. Oh, fuck it. We called it. This game, week. Man. No, 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 no. Learn from your mistake, no, bro. We that. Learn from your mistake. Learn from, you can cut it out. Anyway, so, I mean, <laughs> going into this, nobody nobody really... No, would. you didn't ask my question. Are you saying Pogba's the juju man? What? Yes. Yes. He is, bro. He is. And now it's a terrible way to find out that you only have one creative midfielder in your whole squad. All right, no, two. You know what? Two, Matt there as well. But only one creative midfielder that can actually work the middle of the field in Pogba. Um, obviously, I don't think anybody was really... Even after what happened in Turin, nobody was really expecting United to come away with anything in this. But this is what I was going to ask you. Did you... Okay, from the game itself, did you expect to see anything from what we saw? I expected to see a draw at best. I expected United to go a bit harder than what they did. I, I still expected mm-hmm. United to lose, but, but okay. I just expected United. But you to go still harder. expected them to lose, though, so, right? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Gonna make because but it's just the way like three-one just makes it seem that we were like United were better than they actually were. Should have been bigger score, four five. Look, nah, took, nah, 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 I don't nah, think I it should have been a bigger Look, score. It shouldn't have been a bigger the, score in the first it twelve. Could. In the first twelve minutes, right? Yeah, two shots mm-hmm. on target. You know, United had. Made six and completed six passes. City had ninety six. Oh, you have to. All right, no, 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 no. no, no. Let me, let me tell you that. Hold on, hold on. No, let me, let me address that pass thing because Mm -hmm. it wasn't even just that long ago we were talking about how passes. Dead passing, dead passing doesn't mean nothing. Okay, like, me, all right, they let were me, passing, it's cool, but passing doesn't. In that same, in that same, yeah, they had like period. 103 or whatever. No, no, in that same 12 minute period where yeah. six got uh, 96 passes, right? 96, then yeah. Right, in that same period, David Silva had like he had six passes, same as United, think, and he scored. This is like well, this is not just the what passing sideways for meaningless game. Like we're just going left, right, left, right. He's actually they go forward. Well, and technically it is. Technically it is because they had 15 times more passes than United. They didn't score 15 times more goals. In 12 minutes, they did that to bring United out and then they, they scored. They wanted to do it. But if you're talking about passes, you knew you could see from United's game what their game plan was. Stay compact and stay the game back. Plan was they, they, their game plan was not to take, was to let City have the ball. That there obviously, was, like, there was, you could talk about passes all day long. There, but, was, no, there was no game plan in this. All, all I have to say is, when it comes to these games, the only thing people do pick and what I picked was, you know what, no one complains when you've picked your best team. Mm, so no, in this case, anyone pick, would yeah. say, where is Pogba? Okay, he's injured. Where's Mata? They only get, one of the main guys has been Pogba or Mata. Obviously, Martial's going, Martial's on there. Mm. Even Sanchez. Mm. The questions mm-hmm. are, you've got Herrera and Fellaini. Fellaini hasn't really been playing. He's just come on, disrupted yeah. Juventus, calm. Herrera has just come back. Is he the main guy you need in midfield? No. Matter which we don't like usually on the wing, 
He wasn't even on the wing. And he got Lingard, who's just come back from injury. So that's my question. Why are your main guys being Sanchez and Mata, if anything, on the bench? That was my first, my only questions at the beginning. Like, I don't understand the Sanchez thing. I thought I would Sanchez. have said, I would even, to be honest, like saying the thing about Lingard, I probably maybe would have even played Sanchez instead of Rashford and still had, had Lingard about. Mm-hmm. I, I can understand, like I say, I can understand the matter decision because he wanted midfielders that would be able to put a defensive shift in. It just so happens that those midfielders have no creativity between them whatsoever. Mm. I can understand why he did it. Um, I'm not saying it was right, but I can say that now with hindsight. But when I saw the lineup and I saw there was no matter in there, I was like, I know why that is. You know, even though um, you mentioned Pogba, he didn't play. And obviously, he clearly showed that he's United's most like, creative player. Like, and it's kind of a blessing in disguise because the criticism he gets is unfair. Mm-hmm. But even mm-hmm. with him, if, even if he played, the golfing class is evident. That City just, they're on a different now, planet. Again, bruv, like, we Way can't talk about planet. Bruv, but you could have said the same thing at the end of the first half of the last time they played. So you can't say, no, but oh, even if Pogba played, it wouldn't have made a difference. You don't know, bruv. You're not Mystic yeah, Mate. You don't know these things, bruv. That's just you. That's just you saying what you want to say because you don't like Mourinho and you don't know about the team. Like, bruv, Last no, no, but the thing but is, like he, last no, season they were down two 0 and they came back and won three two. The class was, no, I the, think they just giving him no, his the, new name. No, the, MK, the M is for Mystic. <laughs> no, but the thing is, the the golf was still there last season. Exactly, but they by the league table. No, 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 no! Don't shift the focus. now we're talking about one game. We're not talking about league table. Okay, then in that game last season, United are nowhere near City, man. Come on, but they still beat them last season. And Pogba was on the pitch. It's the same thing. United are nowhere near Juventus, but still, yeah, United are nowhere near Juventus, but they still beat them. So you can't turn around and be like, it doesn't matter if Pogba was there; it never would have been a win. You can't say that, bruv. The whole game would have been different. I'd rather lose the battle and win the war, and that's what City did last season. So that's the better thing. But we're not talking about the war right now. No, we're talking about okay, okay. Let's 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 keep it down to the league now. Do you see Man United in the top four? No. Um, if they can, if they can put away the teams they're supposed to put away, and they can get a few results against. All right, City. We knew they're not going to win, and City. We're talking about the best team in the Premier League, one of the top teams in Europe now, stuff like that. Um, obviously, the Tottenham game's already gone by. And that came at a bad time, but still have return legs to play. And Liverpool, you know, looking uh, Tottenham and Chelsea, uh, Liverpool, Arsenal, they could probably still do it if they beat all the other teams outside of that the, the top five. Now, if they beat all the other teams like they're supposed to, and they can get a couple good results there, then the chance is still there. I don't say it's far and away gone. You don't it's know what can happen. It's a possibility, no, but... and it's not completely unfathomable. Looking at the. Just the way their season has gone already. I can't see United Clory like Tottenham are fourth. Seven point United are seven points behind Tottenham. I cannot see United gaining more points in the rest of the season than Tottenham do. There's no it's just not gonna happen. And then the fact to also look at that, after twelve games gone, you got minus one goal difference. Joke. There's no way. <laughs> no, but that's if it comes down to like how often does it come down to points? Not that no, often. but it obviously clearly shows there's no no, no, it's not going to come down to points, but minus one goal difference bro, shows your, your whack. The whole team whack. Bro, bro, United finished second last season. I think they had the weakest, they had the lowest goal difference in the top five teams. 
Yeah, but at least they couldn't concede last season. Yeah, but they still had the lowest goal. You're talking yeah, about low, goal difference. They yeah, still no, had they the had lowest goal difference out of the top five teams. Yeah, they, and they, they finished have, second. They didn't have a minus, though, okay. did they? Yeah, but it's, it's, obviously it's not going to have a minus come end of the season, though, is it? I'm like, going to say, we should, games let's in. shift the focus. <laughs> we all know Man United are not doing the best. Mourinho, <laughs> you can blame him, you can blame Fellaini. No, no. But oh, Herrera, what a shit game. Before you change that, Mourinho actually blamed it on mental and physical fatigue. Can you... Can you understand what he's talking about? No, nonsense. Well, what? City had a home game, right? Yeah, but I'm saying if you say you say that from the Juventus game. Yeah, Juventus yeah, but that's what I'm saying. City had a home game. They played on a Tuesday. I don't think it's complete. Like I can mm, understand what he's talking about. Twenty percent, twenty percent. The thing is, when Lukaku come on, even though I still don't rate the dudes highly, got a penalty, scored it. You think they'll but push? That was all he did, they didn't though. push. Yeah, that was all he did. But you have to get the applauded to City. I mean, that goal what was it forty-four passes or forty-six? Sick. What I'm saying is, it reminds me of United's goal against Fulham. Yeah, that was, that was 45 <laughs> Yeah, so there goal. you go. That's all I'm saying. Like, that's, that's all. That was against Fulham. Like, did it already. Man City Man did it against United. No, I think it was Berbatov that scored it. Was it, was it Matter that scored it or was it Berbatov? There was a... No, because... Yeah, there was one that Matter scored that was better passes. Yeah, there was and one... That was, that was the sure. most since Matter scored. I'm not sure, but maybe it's that one. Maybe it's that one. The difference between that is we played Fulham. City did it against us. That's not even that looks bad about it, but either way, City, I mean, strength oh. to strength, they're still not playing the Bayern and they're still doing what they're doing. Sterling, still doing what he's doing. Aguero just gets enough to get yeah, one goal. Silver in Fox, yeah? Yeah. The Bang Silver Brothers. Goals. But the Silvers, the, the three Silvers now, they've got three Silvers in their uh, team. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the got Bernardo, Silver, David, Silver. and Aguero. Aguero? <laughs> Two by name, Silver one by name. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that was slow. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I, just, I just said Silver Fox and you got that. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, who the hell is called Silver? <laughs> I thought there's another South American. Oh. Now, what's your name? Um, Sterling and the showboating. Do you see a problem with that? I never see a problem I, with I, it. I, I, I don't see a problem with showboating because I liked when Nani did it against Arsenal. I loved it. But... I see, I see a problem with it if I was a City fan because Pep does all this stuff. I mean, I've just... No, if Pep doesn't like it, he doesn't all, like it. All the passing to get that goal... Yeah. Is, is, he, he said all he needs to say. The team has said, look, we're better than you. With that much passing in the goal and then, you know, you're doing the show but it's not needed. Like, you know when you've already... Part you of made that. your yeah He's yeah yeah. On the ground, Keep it classy, like, like exactly. yeah 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 yeah. Because Pep had to like, hold him, and he was like, no. "Come on, we don't do this." Where you know he's showing levels. Sterling is still wants. Yeah to yeah yeah. Like that's like that's like that's the difference between like a man showing it or a little yeah. kid showing it. Like I can see what you're saying. Like again, I don't have a problem with the show I don't going. Have a problem with him. But like, if Guardiola doesn't like it, then Guardiola doesn't like it. Cut it out, innit? I thought Mata was a little bitch for complaining. That's what I thought. And I thought they should. No, bro. If Matt, no, 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 of course, no. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna cuss Matt because, of course, you're gonna feel some kind of way. Yeah, it's happening to you, bro. So? It's happening to you. Then you just a no. To, no, bro. You're you telling me you never feel angry. It happens yeah. all the time. Exactly. No, no, when Neymar used to do that, what used to happen? When he did against Atletico, what happened to him in Barcelona? No, they kicked the shit. They kicked him. Same way Fellaini did to Sterling, like Sterling. But listen, the look in that game when when Sterling was doing that, Young was looking at him and he's thinking, "I want to take this guy out." Then he remembered. Yeah, and then Fellaini. Fellaini came in and like, Fellaini even managed to do it without getting a foul, bro. Yeah, but so, but then, I don't see nothing wrong with this. If, if it was the other way around and United doing it, I'd be happy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't see a problem with it, but if Guardiola doesn't like it, is, don't do it. And it's like, this, this, seems like, it. this seems like, what's it called? The United players are taking the mold after Mourinho 
But we know when he was like morning at Conte for celebrate. So like, look, you fucking run down the, the no, line bro, no, doing your no, thing. Bro, Come no, on, man. Just no. It's part okay. of the game. The same it? way I'm Show not mad. Up. The same way I'm not mad at Sterling. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna say Matter is in the wrong, bro. He's doing it to him. Of course you're going to be angry. He's not being a bitch about it, bro. He's not being a bitch. If somebody come and disrespected you like that, well, you're just going to be like, oh, well, you're better than me. Fair play. Is that what you're going to do, bro? You're going to sit there and take that? I'm going to remember that and I'm going to come back for you, innit? All right, cool. Come back later, innit? Yeah, come back tomorrow. No, no, the next game, I'm going to make sure fucking we win. In the end, we lost the game that we thought would, if at best, probably draw. We only had one shot on target. I'm sure that was the penalty. It was a poor game by United. They didn't do the usual comeback United, which we've done the last three games. So that's all I'm said. Let's see what happens next. It was always going to end at some point, wasn't it? So yeah. sucks to be them. According to Charlie Austin, it sucks to be a referee. <laughs> the little rant that we need to help him out with. Yeah, yeah. Talk about this, talk about that. How high pitched was that guy's voice, though? <laughs> Bro, like I said, I just realised, like, it'd not like it's the first time I've heard him talk, but... If you'd have asked me what does Charlie Austin sound like, I had no idea, bro. He hardly <laughs> ever says, he hardly ever plays, I suppose, so he hardly ever hear it. There's bare passion in the voice. Yeah, how deep my voice is now. Oh, wait, actually, you know, before I actually get to Charlie Austin, topic, <laughs> before I get to a normal topic, should more players come out and actually just open their hearts and talk? And that's one thing I have a problem with. He's going to get a ban. He's going to get a fine and a ban. You think? Yeah. He'll get a fine. I don't know yeah, if he'll no, get a ban. He'll get a fine. Get He'll get a fine, bro. Yeah. They're not allowed to. It's in the rules, which is the thing that I think is wrong. Because no, no, he criticised the referees. And yeah, but that's, but that's it's wrong. It's the same thing as managers when they criticise referees. Yeah. They get a thing. But that's and wrong. If a referee has a bad game, you should be allowed to say that. If a player has a bad game, we'll cost them from here to attorney. If a manager makes bad decisions, everybody will criticise them. You should be allowed to criticise a referee. If you don't do your job properly, you get criticised. Whether you're right or... I know you're supposed to respect the referee, so, but you can still criticise somebody without being disrespectful. But the rule is no criticism at all. On the back of that, the two wrongful decisions by the referee make a right. And I'm talking about in this game, the, dis- the first wrong decision was penalty. the penalty. What yeah. could should have had. Yeah. When was it Chabal- um, Chaloba. Chaloba got taken up yeah. uh, by Bertrand. Bertrand was on the yellow. If that was given, second. second yellow. Yeah. And that was although no guarantee that, that, was, that, was, yellow, at, that was at one 0 to Southampton. Yeah. It would have been a yellow. That was it was a, it was a foul. It should have been a yellow, it should have been a penalty. So that would happen. But does is that enough then uh, does it even out for what Charlie Austin is now running about for their disallowed goal? No. Um I'm, and I hate I hate that when you see that in games, bro. I hate when you and you see it sometimes in games where referees miss the big decision. And then they don't give a big decision the other way. And you, you can kind of tell that it's like they're, they're feeling like they have to do that because they, they didn't give that big decision on the other side. No, play to the rules. Even if you did make a mistake earlier, don't let that colour the rest of your decisions because it just makes a mockery of the rules. All these people like, oh, the ref should... Inter-. Don't interpret nothing. There's rules. There's a letter of the law. That's why there's so much inconsistency between games because of stuff like that. So no, two wrongs doesn't make a right, in my opinion. Nah, definitely. Like, for, yeah, again for me, yeah, straight. Uh, yeah, I just if think that was a penalty red card, and then it would have been most likely, obviously, penalty could be missed, but most likely, one most likely one. Or, Even yeah. still, if it wasn't scored, they're down to ten men. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. As, yeah, as yeah, shown, yeah. Watford scored the next goal anyway yep. to make it one-one. They would have been them pushing for the thing. Uh, yeah. So what? So. That's where I think. 
the way the game is going, everyone wants exact. Like back in the day, I obviously you love the. I brought it up before Roy Carroll. That goal, that we'll was, yeah, yeah, the you know what I mean? We was. like that, but now everyone wants exactly what's supposed to happen to happen. Oh, so yeah. it improves well, your game anyway. You say we like so, it, Man United fans liked it. No, I mean, but no, no, the, rest I mean, of the, the rest of the league didn't. Okay, yeah. that's what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, as a fan, it, yeah, yeah, now, yeah, yeah. Now, the way the game has gone, you want exactly what's supposed to happen. So if you're supposed to get a red card and a penalty you, given, you we won that before that. later on. Blah, blah. So if that was supposed to happen first, keep it consistent. Like, so PR, when it comes, would be... If, if it's still with the Roy Carroll and all of the decisions, you only care, like, if you get away with it, you only care because it's your team. Yeah. If, it's another, if it's another team, you'd be like... No. If it's even a neutral I'm, team, I'm, you're like, no, you want the right decision. In the end, you want the right decision. If it's against your team, like, Roy Carroll, that one, but hey, I was happy that was a nil-nil draw at the end of the day. <laughs> we didn't yeah, lose. you'd be happy with we it, got but I, I, I've got to a point where I want you to see you play good. If... You messed up like Chris Smalling. Okay, you messed up, and you're supposed to get a red card. Get the red card. Your fault. Yeah. You, yeah. you you're to blame. You're responsible. Stop riding on luck all the time. Do what you're supposed to do. Play well. Win well. And like That's I said, two wrongs don't make a right anywhere mm-hmm. else, bro. No publicity is bad publicity. At the end of the day, it's still putting the like Charlie Austin's rant has gone viral. Mm. That's putting the Premier League on the map, isn't it? That it puts the Premier League on the map, but not for the right reasons. Right, right, people will be talking about the Premier League, but you think they're going to be talking about the Premier League and going like, "This is a good league. This is this is this is a league I should be watching," or is it? Is oh, it you know what? These guys are a bit the yeah, bro. Not every viral video you watch is a viral video that you're watching because you're like, "Oh, these people are doing good." You're watching and you're talking about how stupid people are. That's not good publicity, bro. <laughs> are you fucking blind? <laughs> <laughs> you can't see me. <laughs> you may remember Dominic Soler. Oh yeah, bro. Hey, you talking about? To, you it's coming to that, it's coming season, to that season, bro. But are you remembering that dude for anything positive, bro? Any publicity is good publicity. Nah, fam. Hey, hey, hey. fish patty. Isn't it? <laughs> Go on, let's leave him out of this, man. But now, nah, back, uh, back to uh, <laughs> back to back to Austin, yeah. Back to Austin. Yeah, is yeah. um the goal was it offside or not? It wasn't. It wasn't nah, the goal it wasn't. Was. The goalkeeper was coming from the left. The, the goalkeeper had a clear like, view of the ball. He's already diving. Clear view of the ball. So he was going where he was going. And that Yoshida was, yeah. in, was there. He was, and the ball deflected off if the ball, player. If the ball hit Yoshida and went in, alright, fine, offside. Charlie Austin hit it and he hit um, no, the... No, he's in the goal, view of the goal line, man. No, but when from the goalkeeper's starting position, he wasn't. The goalkeeper already saw the ball's going this way, so he dived this way. If it hit your shield and went the other way, then that's an offside. But the goalkeeper was like, the ball's going there, the ball went there, he just didn't make he it. Didn't, he didn't make it because it deflected off his own player. Yeah, well, it didn't interfere with play, did not interfere. Did not interfere. Look, did not interfere. Yeshida had to wind his neck in to get the... Like, he had to wind anything he, he, he had to move his neck. You're being very... So, nah, bro, it's, it and so offside. you're saying Yoshida had to wind his neck in. Bro, yeah. it's offside. It's offside if A, the player touches the ball, which he didn't. Or B, game. No, if he yeah. off, no, it's not if he interferes with the game. Yeah, it's if he interferes with the goalkeeper. If the, if he interferes with the goalkeeper. He did not interfere with the goalkeeper. The goalkeeper saw where the ball was going. He dived. What, what do you mean it put him off? What, you're saying he, he would have dived further? No, he wouldn't have he dived would've. further. No, bro, you're chatting for Alright, let's leave it there. Let's leave it there. On to the next game, which is Leicester versus Burnley. They drew 0-0. Obviously, another game where, obviously, it's the first home game since the passing of Bichai, their, their owner. Yeah. Watching the game, you could feel, you know, they really went for the win. They didn't get it, but I mean... I mean, they went hard. Uh, you look at the stats, 22 shots, 5 on target to yeah. Burnley, 6-1. and one. Um, Yeah, I guess for all of their trying, they still didn't manage to, to pull anything out. 
I guess Burnley defended well, got lucky a couple of times. Um, they put their all in for them. They put their all in, but yeah, at the end of the day, it wasn't. It wasn't a very. It, it was a nil-nil draw. Um, not to be completely unexpected from a game like this. Yeah. There's not much you can Burnley. take from it. It's just, no. Yeah, it's just one of those games. I mean, first game back, you know, the crowd all, you know... And it's against Burnley the that on their day, Burnley can play a good game and Burnley can go toe-to-toe with Leicester any day of the week. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, from this, I think at the end of... It's been, what, two emotional weeks and obviously the players have had in between the last Premier League game and this one, they've had a trip to Thailand, come back. They've not really oh, been yeah. having since the whole thing started. They've not really had a proper training, like going in in, in between. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you know what? For them, they they put their hearts out in line. They've done what they needed to do. Addison, they must be so happy now that like this. They can kind of draw a line. Obviously, each is going to be in their memories, and they're going to still yeah, think but about professionally, that. you mean? But they can now kind of put like all of the stadium stuff and all of that. It can be put behind them now. The expectation, they actually, of, yeah. They yeah. can actually now just concentrate yeah. and play it. Which I think will just be a benefit that they can put like just close a chapter and move on. There was a lot of pressure on them for this game. Um, not not just the pressure that they put on themselves to win this first home game, but you know, not even just Leicester fans, but kind of the world or any fan of Premier League football was expecting them to come out and do something because it was the first home game. So, like you say, now that that has passed, maybe with an easing up of the pressure. Because maybe they were trying too hard in this game. If anything, maybe they were trying to force it a bit too much. So maybe now they can settle down and, and go back to their ways. But like I say, it's still going to be with them, of course. Like personally, it's still going to be with them. But in terms of in the public eye, maybe it will calm down a little bit around them now when they can, they can get back to doing what they do. But yeah, not much to say about this game. I mean, it was played with a lot of emotion, a lot of passion. It ended up a nil-nil. But that's all that can be said till yeah. the next game for them. Newcastle versus Bournemouth. Obviously, Newcastle, that's two wins in a row now. Bournemouth, that's two losses in a row now. <laughs> the, the curse of the manager of the month. Is this, yeah, uh, yeah, like, is, yeah. Is, but is it a case of did Newcastle meet Bournemouth at the right time or are they actually getting better? Um, it's the, I think it's just the momentum from their last win. It's built onto, and it's two home games as well. So, mm. got the crowd behind mm-hmm. them first game, they got the win. Just built on because if you watch that game, obviously you see the chances they got. They could have won that. Saying that though, when it was one 0 up, I mean Brooks was taken down. That should have been a penalty. I'm not it sure about that one. That it was. was it, it should have been a penalty. Very <laughs> <laughs> controversial. <laughs> but yeah, it should have been one one. I think if if they were if they got the penalty and they scored, anything could have happened. But the momentum. I mean, they're riding on that momentum, riding that wave, man. That is true. You know, as as we've been saying pretty much the whole season. That Newcastle tend to do exactly the same as their position. Mm-hmm. They've now realized they've now realized they actually have to be better. <laughs> actually, no, they're doing that and they're actually winning. But then also, it actually makes a big difference having a target man up front. Rondon, very he much was so. very much so. He was immense, you know, in that game. He, he was. If he only was, they had like a Mitrovic character to 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 have done that. <laughs> he was a nuisance, but in saying that, Rondon has played the last two games and he didn't really affect it as. Yeah, but Before. did he play for the start from the last two games? Yeah. Was they both from... Oh, he they played like 70, 74 minutes and then the other game, last game, 90 minutes. But he needed a bit of warming up yeah, in yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. He came back from injury, didn't he? Yeah. Now, yeah. Now, the, the now, only now they made for this game was Rondon, obviously. They had Perez behind him. Right. And I think it was Ki Sun Yong. 
in midfield instead of Oh, and, one, oh, and uh, Perez, Perez time because he came off the bench Yeah, that's what I said, Perez yeah, yeah, behind yeah. him. Yeah, and then yeah. Kisu Young in midfield instead of um, Shelby. But besides that, it's the same team. But Yedlin, he's, he's another guy that's always seems to be doing something on the wing. And was, he's got a notice, actually. I was disappointed when he left Tottenham because like, I remember he came to Tottenham off the back of that World Cup. Remember that USA-Belgium game, that mad game that went to extra time and he was like the star player for the USA outside oh. of Tim Howard. All he knows how to do is run, though. Which is a good point. It's a good point, yeah. But he, he knows how to put a ball in across along the ground. But Yedlin's always a guy that I've, I've always wanted to see do well. And he, he seems to be showing it more regularly now than he was before. Um, have Newcastle found their formula? Have they found their starting eleven? Have they found their formula? Can they continue what they're doing now? Or is it going to go back to business as usual? Is it Rondon with Perez? Do they need to bring Muto in for the little and large combination? No. I'll say no because Muto played last week and he didn't do much either. No, that's fair enough. I think, like you said with Rondon, maybe he needs time Muto as well. But, I mean, if they keep the, the, the momentum going, mm. all you could do is, you know, maybe change a player here and there to try and get a bit of um, diverse play if you need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Depending on your opponent. Stick to a winning formula if you've got it. So Perez over Hosselu. To be fair as well, if like Hosselu is supposed to be playing in the Rondon position, so what was he going to say, bro? Uh, you know, with, um, with Newcastle's next couple of fixtures, are you saying that they're, are they on a run or not? You got, um, they got Burnley coming up, yeah. which is very winnable. West yep. Ham, Everton, Wolves, Huddersfield. They've got like, these are not their... The easiest run. Like, if you think about the the start that they had at the beginning, where they played Chelsea, Tottenham. Man City, Tottenham. They had a lot of Man United in that. They had a lot of hard, hard teams. So, so maybe yeah. it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't a bad start. It was just bad fixtures. Yeah, they can. They can put it down to that. I mean, like if you look at all those, if you look at all those games individually, those are all winnable games for a Newcastle team. Whether they can win them all in a run or not, but like say, uh, it looks like the December fixture is is pretty generous to them. So maybe they'll do. Looking on the other side of it, the Bournemouth need to start worrying. Yes. Especially with the next couple of games. <laughs> Arsenal, games like Man lost. City. Then they got an easy one at Huddersfield, but then Liverpool after that. And they got Liverpool, hard one. So, yeah, they're good. the good run that they had at the beginning is all going out the window. You say two games like this, the last oh, game. Okay, I say like, like this. okay, I say it like this because Man United is not a Newcastle, but this especially being Newcastle, it's, it's worrying because they shouldn't be beating this team. Yeah? I mean... Yeah. Typically, with the Acker that lost last week, Watford played Newcastle. The way Watford play, you'd expect them to beat Newcastle. Mm. Newcastle's done it. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And now, with Bournemouth, the way they've been playing, you expect Bournemouth, the way they've been getting goals, should be winning a game like this. So, But the difference was, with that Watford game, if Watford had beat Newcastle or had taken the draw, you would have been like, all right, fair enough. I don't think Bournemouth offered much in this game. But at the same time, what, what, from what you just said with the fixtures coming up, you wouldn't expect them to win in these games. So, they're in trouble. If yeah, they need to. They're not in trouble, but I mean, they need to just go for draws with some yeah. of these games. On to the next game. Liverpool beating Fulham in a comfortable win. But I think Liverpool are showing that they are fl- fat, flat-track bullies. If you could get that out of your mouth. Yeah, okay, no. yeah, tongue twister, isn't it? But, fat black bullies. No, but, like, 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 <laughs> before we go in on this game, they were, what's it called? So they played in the last 10 games. Mm. They've only beaten, they've only won four games. And they were against Huddersfield, Red Star, Cardiff 
and Fulham in this game. And then didn't they lose to... They've lost, they've lost quite a few. They've yeah, lost but what was the Champions League game they lost? They lost Red to Red Star, Star Red yeah. Star so away, they beat yeah. Red Star, then they lost to Red Star as yeah, well. Yeah, they're not. And this is the thing. They're all... But, you know, um, Klopp did say after the Red Star game, he did say that they've lost their mojo. But I don't want to say have they lost their mojo. Have teams figured them out? Because even in this game, Fulham mm. had the run of them and should have... Uh, Sessignon should have scored. And they should have taken the lead. I'm not sure about having the run of them. Yeah, like, that's a bit extreme. Fulham got dispirited very quickly. Like, I mean, in the beginning of the game, fair enough, in the early stages of the game, but Fulham kind of, like, they kind of accepted their fate, like, quite quickly on in there. For me... No, I think this is one of Fulham's best games. Really? Yeah. Bro, that second know, half was dead for them, bro. No, yeah, no, but the thing is, well, considering the, the Fulham first half, they, as, as I said, Cessna should scored. Then... Mitrovic did score, which was this for me. It was wrongly disallowed. He was onside, so it should have been given. Nah, nah, was for that. And then Liverpool weren't really creating chances before that, and then yeah, they had Fulham's, to cheat to get their goal. They Fulham's, had to cheat. Fulham's Fulham's counter attacks were lackluster. Fulham's counter attacks were like, all right, fair enough. Like you're saying, this one of Fulham's best games. If Fulham, like. What that game they played at the beginning of the season, like versus Tottenham, was it two one, three one? It ended up whatever. If they'd played like that against this Liverpool team, probably they would have won. But I feel like they're so dispirited now; they didn't see that there was an opportunity there for them to do something. Which, like you're saying, there probably was an opportunity. There was a lot of times when they turned the ball over, but either it'd be a misplaced pass, or they're passing backwards, or nobody's running to space, or Mitrovic is just there on his own. Um, they need a little bit of self-belief back in them. But I understand what you're saying about Liverpool. But again, on the flip side, it's what they always say, the hallmark of a great team. They still can pick stuff up even when they're not playing great. Like you say, all right, they've not beaten any great teams in the last couple of weeks, but they've also not lost to any in the terms of you're talking like your Chelsea's, your, your Arsenal's. They've not lost to those teams. They've managed to get something out of it and win the other games where they haven't played so well. I, I, personally, I agree with Klopp. They, I don't think they've been found out. They have lost their mojo because they're not playing that. I don't know. They don't, they're not playing that typical spirit they have. You know, because if you look at certain games like the game, the Champions League game before, some some of the, the players, it's the normal players, but some of the players just, it just seems like it's lacking something. Even with how Salah was playing before, he still can get a goal, but he's not playing to his full, you know, usual yeah, he hasn't Salah been stuff. The whole so, time, so I agree with him in that sense because, um, I mean, they drew it for Arsenal, Liverpool. Yeah. These are games that they'll probably win usually, and so City. they're just lacking a little bit of something. Uh, and that's no. a mojo thing. It's not a case of when I don't think they've been found out. Speaking of Salah, yeah. that goal. What's that? That goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, to the letter of the law, it was illegal. Um, the ball was still rolling a little bit before the keeper took it. I think you're going to be hard-pressed to find a linesman or a referee that's going to give that. I wonder if even um, VAR would have come against that because yeah. would they look at well, that? Well, no, but would anybody? Sure. Nah, VAR they would, would have given Fulham's goal. No, they wouldn't. Nah, they wouldn't have. And that's even if they didn't, VAR would have stopped the game for Fulham's goal, and they would have, oh, yeah, they, they, they would have checked that one. Yeah, so, so they, they wouldn't have had the counter attack. Yeah, they would not have had the counter attack. Which is a fair point. This is a fair point. From one team playing substandardly to another, Tottenham one 0 Crystal Palace. Another game where you've got well, in this there's a case of. Zero to hero in um, what's his name? One Foyth. One Foyth, the little Argentinian. Yeah, he scored the only goal. Uh, quickest to react, although that wasn't hard. 
from the way the Crystal Palace players were. Static. <laughs> they were ball watching, you think? Oh, man, that was terrible. Bro, ball, oh, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. They were ball gazing, bro. They weren't even just watching. But it's weird because one, one point to make is obviously this is a game without Zaha. Mm-hmm. And it's another loss that's, again. Nah, bro, that, that's not even a thing anymore because they're losing with him and without him. So that's not even a thing anymore. Like, stop no, this Zaha I, I, I was going to make the point that they didn't have Zaha as a main attacking threat, but they didn't get more than one goal. And it was from the source which we wouldn't expect for it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tottenham is really but not playing to their strengths anymore. Also, for a Crystal Palace team that are struggling, mm. you're looking at the, looking at this again, looking at the stats, both had 11 attempts on goal. Crystal Palace had four on target. Tottenham had two on target. Um, How about as you said that, right? Tottenham, Tottenham had, their goalkeeper made four saves to Crystal Palace's one. But, what's it called? You're talking about the only one nil thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this fixture, no matter if it's a home or away, Going back to 2015, it's been 1-0 to Tottenham every single time. <laughs> oh, <I did. laughs> it's a bad record. <laughs> that's just, that's just so how it is, isn't it? It's that's just, just life now. That's, that's just, just life. <laughs> that's just oh, that Even, um, what's his name? Uh, Pochettino kind of mentioned it in his, in his post match. That's that is so weird. <laughs> that's like, very weird. You got like, used to that. Home 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 away. Home yeah, looking at this, 2015. Chris has only won it once, but everything's 1-0. But even Deli Ali had the chance with a header. Just, you know what I mean? Maybe it's just one of them London Again, it's the same thing as London Derby. On the one hand, you can say, oh, they're not doing great. They lost their mojo, whatever. But on the other hand, you have to say that they're still pulling out results. Yeah. When you're playing well. Like I said. With with Liverpool, we can say like, you know, they started the season all right. As they're being in a good good thing. And they kind of did. Tottenham haven't played well the whole season. So they actually haven't had their mojo. But they're doing well, and this is the best start to a league Actually, campaign. You know what? You could be saying so, something because I remember even that, been, that Newcastle been, game they won like opening day, or second been, week. They've been know? crap, yeah. but they're still doing thing, and they're yeah. only what team. But that's, and again, they're saying that's the hallmark. That's the makings of, a, of of great teams. All great teams can win, even when it's not going too well. And I mean, like I said, looking at Tottenham, like since September, they've only lost once. And that was to uh, that was to Man City, and like I'm not even talking if I if uh, if I check it out, I'm pretty sure it's not even it's not been draws either. It's not like they've been drawing a couple games or whatever. No, they haven't. It's literally been. They winning. haven't drawn this league at all. No, 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 no. Champions League, I know, or whatever. But since in they the lost league, to Man City, they've won every game. In the league, it's just been wins or losses, and the losses are about three of that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean. While we can sit here and say, oh, they're not playing great and they're not doing good and they're not reaching their full potential, they're doing enough. Three points is three points, right? But you know what? Another thing, Ran, like this is uh, <laughs> for them. Obviously, I don't know if you've seen like the last couple of games at Wembley and that being basically empty. Fans have had enough and that. I think they, they're giving up on that. But then, if you know, it's their form. I think what's carrying them through a lot and it's shown in this game, they're away from. If you just go on the table on the way on away games, they're top. Tottenham are mm. top. They've got the best record, and I think that is ob- obviously they've got used to because playing at Wembley is not really playing at home, no, so they've got used no. to that. They've got used to that. Yeah, they've got used to away team. Yeah, being an away team all the time, so they're able to use that to their advantage. Wait also, to- playing at Wembley, I guess, can't be easy because a lot of uh, a lot of people treat a, a day at Wembley. Well, no matter what it's for, people treat a day at Wembley like you know it's a special occasion. Yeah, I remember the beginning of last season. They were losing bad games at yeah, the beginning because everybody was going for it. Everyone was going for it. Um, I mean, if they can keep this up, then you know they're looking at top four definitely. That's a thing. But the thing is, as well, the other thing to say is, if this is them not playing well, what happens when they do? Who have they got missing actually? 
so Vertonghen's missing at the moment. Danny Rose is still missing. It's not about, about attack. I'm all in in attack. No one really. Debele. Debele. Janssen isn't a main dude. No. Janssen's injured. He's they're not. not that's why I'm wondering why they're not. Because not Ali is back. Ericsson's always been there. Son is back. Or he's been back for a Ericsson's not starting. Lamella, no. Moira. Ericsson's not starting. Said it's because Kane scored too early. <laughs> he just and that is the thing. So no matter how well, no matter how well Tottenham were doing seasons gone by, the lion's share of goals came from Kane. They're not shared around the team. Oh, don't get me wrong. Ali chips in. Uh, Diet um, Ericsson chips in. Everybody chips in now and again. But you must be looking at 70 percent Kane goals uh, over the course of a season, and he can't score. For... Uh, looking at Saturday's early kickoff. That was the Cardiff-Brighton game. Um, Cardiff came out 2-1 winners on that after Brighton were down to 10 men. Uh, I guess, I'm sure no one's going to disagree that that was a stand. That was a red card for yeah, Brighton. Straight red. Uh, Dale Stevens, uh, intent or not, you, you can't be getting away with things like that. My only thing that I took from this game was that Cardiff have a lot of fear in them because you're at home, Brighton who aren't the most free-scoring team in the league, are down to 10 men. And they still it still took them a little while before they started kind of getting brave and trying to take something from the game. I mean, obviously, they were at one all at the time as well. They weren't behind or they weren't in the lead, trying, to, trying to defend the lead. But Cardiff was still very scared. Um, and I think it's down to some good individual performances on the day that, that got them the win. And, you know, it took them until right to the very end to get that win as well. Yeah, um, you know, the main individual performance for that save Cardiff was Harris. I thought he actually played well. He, actually, uh, he had a couple of good chances. He hit the bar. He was the one he, oh, yeah, he did yeah, a yeah. lot of... Like, that ran, chance hit the yeah, bar. Yeah. Pfft, he hit the bar, he set up for the equaliser. Yeah. He, if it wasn't for him stepping up and doing things... Kind of Which, like I say, he took the game by the scruff of the neck, even though the majority of the team didn't. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, it wasn't it wasn't the most exciting game. It started off really well. It started off pretty good. Started off pretty exciting. Uh, Brighton looking like they had, you know, it looked like it was probably going to turn into another Brighton uh, a one nil score a goal, keep a clean sheet. Mm-hmm. Um, some terrible defending, and I think there was a deflection as well that helped Cardiff for that first goal. Um, but yeah, I mean, Brighton was stout. They still defended resolutely as they do down to 10 men. They just couldn't hold it out. But I think Cardiff, the position that they're in now, they need to start taking some more risks and they need to start opening up because I remember at the beginning of the season, I said they didn't have the quality, but there's there's yeah. a little bit of quality there. There's oh, a little I want to add to that there. because we definitely need to give Warnock... Accolades. Yeah, because... Well, not accolades, but something because... <laughs> I didn't see them getting goals anyway, but they seem to get goals here and there against big teams like Arsenal. Mm. They got like two goals, and I was like, no, they can actually get goals. So now to be winning, they've won what two games now. Uh, yeah, they, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They beat Fulham. So I mean, they they actually have more than I actually thought. I mean, we all wrote them off. Yeah. And looking at the table now, I mean, from 14th all the way to 20th, anything can happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, it's, so it's very close. It's very if, close. If they keep, you know. Playing the way they were playing, Murphy gets up and does his thing. This um, Kadeem, Harris Kadeem, anyway, if he's been a bench player from when they've been playing, he comes off, plays yeah, 10 yeah. minutes. This time he played 90 minutes, seemed to have an impact. Maybe, I mean, trying all these things will help. So, you know, I'm, I'm giving Warnock his plaudits there. Like, 
I think it's on the same level. I think it's time as well. Like they should be expected to take some points for some of these games. Mm. Like any time that they lost the game so far, we've been like, well, it's Cardiff. They lost the game, whatever. <laughs> but against the likes of a Hud- obviously they beat Fulham. Against the likes of a Huddersfield, when they come up against Huddersfield, they should be winning that game. You know, they should be able to take some from Southampton. Maybe even a Crystal Palace in the way they are now. It's time to kind of put a little bit of onus on them to be like, you should be winning those games. We're not expecting you to lose them. It's just Warnock. He's just so laid back. Even when they did the post-match, he was talking about, oh, has there, has there been talk about Europe? And he was like, no. I think they asked him if he's interested. He's like, nah. He's just happy and content just to be like, that's that's yeah, man's past the sixty five mark. He's retired. Bro, <laughs> he's just still in the job. Warnock reminds me. Warnock to me is like a, like a guy that rides the bench for a team, and he's just like every week win or loser. I'm just I'm just glad that they chose me and put me on the bench. I'm just so happy that I'm here. I'm happy for the experience. Mm. Like Warnock, like nothing seems to be able to dampen his spirits, and it looks like he might last longer than Christmas. But even then, what about the goal? The goal is offside, no. The goal's offside. Oh, the, 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 the second yeah, the Bamba goal. Yeah, yeah. It was offside. They didn't catch that. And obviously, he took off his shirt. He didn't catch that either. The referee was... But they booked Amari Gray, though. It's a travesty. Mm. It is. <laughs> it's not it a travesty. It's a referee mistake, bro. Huh? It's a referee's mistake. Ah, it's wrong, though. It shouldn't be consistent. Consistency. No, they should be consistent, but he missed it. So he should get his, and how get you, his how fine you come and got points. How's the referee coming and asking, man? Did you take your shirt off? Like, come on, man. <laughs> you should know. Like... Come on, are you gonna know? Their shirt is blue. Like they give Sam Oxlade Chamberlain. Oh, are you? Are you <laughs> was it even? Who was it? At least they're they're both mixed race, isn't it? So they're certain. They look both caramel, isn't it? No, bro. That is such nonsense. That's criminality one hundred and one. If somebody asks you to bid something, you say no. No, but come on, Bamba. He's a black guy. His shirt is blue. Come on. No, I don't see. I I don't see how the referee. Missed it or a linesman, bro? Like, how did a linesman or a I referee think he was not on the other side of the pitch? Isn't it, linesman? Yeah, oh. it's clearly blind, isn't it? <laughs> so, but no, he, he, he clearly yeah. missed the offside and then he missed that as well. He should have. He should have got a card. He should have got a card. But if like if the referee didn't see it, then but okay, like, then you see. Obviously, with the whole thing we talk about Southampton, there's another one. I mean, it's every week. Looking at this, if that was offside. No, yeah, but it's, that's a, not... it's a draw, isn't it? Oh, if it's offside, but sorry, we're talking about VAR for the show. A lot of points. <laughs> you, you actually can see now how many points have been lost or won yeah. due to VAR not being available. That's a lot of points. And now, like, points make prizes, bro. Like, points means money. The higher you finish, there's so much money in the game now, it's a business. Yeah. They can't afford to be losing those kind of things and chalking it down to, well, that's the game the way that you could back in the day. It's true, it's true. What about um, Brighton, though? Um, Brighton again. They 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 defended resolutely for the you know once they went down to ten men. They did, which is what they do. Even that goal wasn't legit. So, and I know if it wasn't for that red card, I know they got pegged back to one one. If it wasn't for the red card, because even with ten men, they were creating chances. Yeah, that's it. So if they had eleven, they probably would have won this game. But obviously, it's a woulda, coulda, shoulda. You can't. You you cannot. Foresee that, but are you sure? I thought you were mystic. <laughs> mystic, <laughs> you know what? Now, and even though I know who you were saying it's not the right, it's not the right way to talk about it, and it's probably something to say for a debate for another, another, another issue, another episode. Sorry, but um, yeah, I don't think Chris, ha- I don't think Chris Hewitt gets enough accolades for what he's doing with that Brighton team, the way other teams that are around the same, I think he's he's outside of the top six teams. 
he's got to be one of the best managers in, the, in, that, like in that bottom him, group. But the only thing I'll say to that is he does well, but he does crap as well. So then it always puts him in a in but a in a grey zone where you like you don't. No, but the thing, fully, but the resources of his club. The no, but the thing is, is he a warlock? You know what? Or right. is he is he a guy that hasn't had a chance no. yet? At a bigger team. The guy he came head to head with and, uh, for the manager of the month last season, last month, um, Eddie Howe. Eddie Howe. They've both clubs, but similar size, same resources. Bournemouth. Is it same resources? Oh, the only, Brighton the, the, as much the, money only as the only difference is that Brighton have been in the Premier League one season longer. That's it. Yeah, but Brighton. You know bro. Actually, no, it didn't. Like, like I say, we'll go into this another time. We'll go into this another time. But Brighton, like, he doesn't get the funds that Eddie Howe gets. Like. Brighton's only recently, Bright, only recently, uh, what's it got? Oh. I've got money now. Yeah, but, but they've got money now. Like, only now, recently, but, that, but we're talking but again, about now. That's, that's because they've been in Premier League longer. But he, like, what's it got? Eddie Howe has managed to do stuff and keep the team, keeping the team in the Premier League and do stuff. But we'll pick this up because I looked into it. We'll see. We'll so, see. Um, we'll see. We'll yeah, see. he he does it now. Nah, he gets. He's just also there. saying that, bro. Eddie Howe gets bare plaudits for what he, what he was doing before Bright Bournemouth got that money and off the back of one good season. But we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Up to Yorkshire, Huddersfield, West Ham. Bit of a dead game, to be honest. Huddersfield, they actually did push. They had a couple of checks. Well, after oh. scoring the goal, had a fluky chance with uh, Billing. The cross comes short. But uh, West Ham dominating the game, really. Having like, more possession. Well, I mean, in terms of shot, it was a bit even, which was surprising. Like, going into this, I would have thought West Ham easily to, like, 2-1 or 3-1. I didn't think Huddersfield would provide a problem for them. Huddersfield have shown nothing this season. What does that mean? Is West Ham, like, a home home team or something? Well, maybe, no, like, Like, yeah. Do they only play well at home? Because, I mean, Huddersfield... In their current form, you'd expect them to do something. They beat Burnley 4-2, but then they come to Huddersfield and... They join, and even then, and they, they went behind. Exactly, they went behind. They, Billings cross come shot, whatever. I mean, there was a, ra- a, a few random shots here and there, but Huddersfield had more shots on target than West Ham. You know what? Looking at it, maybe you're right. Well, no, they lost against nah, Wolves at home. <laughs> they won against. They beat Man United. Even yeah, they beat Man. So they what? drew against Chelsea. I don't they know, drew it's a against mix. Leicester. It's a mix, but I'm like... They drew against Brighton. What's going was, on away? Uh, they lost against Brighton, sorry. That was away. The only thing is... Maybe their away form isn't as tight as it could be. But then, I guess, their home form wasn't always as tight as it could be up until this point either. I think they're both teams are pretty crap. And that's, that's the truth. There's not really much to say about this game. No, but like, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. see Huddersfield and West Ham as on the same level. No, they're not. I mean, Anatovic, Philippe Anderson. Yeah, Forget exactly. Forget Malenko, the players they've got, come on. Yeah. They need to be doing much better. But to be honest, looking at the previous pictures, it's just been what they've been doing. Like, nothing special here and there. They should be winning this, but they go behind and at the end of it, just grab a, a, a draw. Anatovic, he goes somewhere else, everyone's like, he's the real deal. He looks like he's... Some next Ibrahimovic, but then he comes here, he's nobody. Anatovic is, and it's a problem with West Ham. Like I said, there's this game, um, there was the Brighton game where they drew. There's been a couple of games where they've drawn where Arnautovic has not performed. Um, and it's not even to say not performed, it's been anonymous. It's not performed as he's had chances and he hasn't taken them. But the guy that stepped up recently is Felipe Anderson. Yeah, but that's he what stepped, I'm saying. He stepped up in his place. But that's the problem is, bef- I guess... That's the thing for West Ham now. They've got people that can step up if 
Arnautovic doesn't. So, I mean, yeah, you look at the, again, you look at the Leicester game, uh, well, the Brighton game, they even lost. They didn't even draw that Brighton game. And this Huddersfield game, all three of those games, Arnautovic had two, three, four chances per game where he could have put it away, where you would have, you would have put money on him putting it away and he, he hasn't performed. Um, so I think, yeah, what they need to do now is learn to, like, the goals need to start coming from other places, which maybe they will with Felipe Anderson, but from the looks of it now, he just needs to be not more consistent because obviously he did get a goal. <laughs> he just needs to, yes, other people need to step up. Chicharito needs to step up. Yeah, yeah. Diangana maybe needs to step up. Step up. It can't all fall on Arnautovic's shoulders because your striker's not always going to be on fire and form. Anyway, Arsenal, one thing that's true about them, they've drawn their last three games. Liverpool, Crystal Palace, Wolves. I won't say they're in crisis, but they could have lost this game. The goal that went in was lucky, but the chances that Wolves had, especially with um, Traore, could have lost that. Should have lost that. Same. Mm. They could have. They should have lost this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, the chances are only as good as the player that's taking them. And Traore has proven he's not a complete player just yet. Yeah, but he did try to set up someone before. And that person missed as well. I'm not sure. Yeah, well, they just saying, you know, they got lucky. Because what's his name? Um, what's that kid? The one that banged um, Gibbs White. Gibbs White. Ooh. Banged the post as well. They got when lucky. He hit the, the, the bar or whatever. This, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what? If Wolves, we said this a couple of weeks ago, if Wolves had a striker, if they had a proper striker, they would have a this, proper striker. Nah, they had a proper guy that would bang goals in. Like Glenn They Murray. would. Yeah, exactly. They had Glenn Murray in this team, they'd be banging. They're just hating. But yeah, nah, if they had Glenn Murray in this, they'd be banging. They just need someone that can put the ball in the net. And they would they would have run away with this. Yeah. No, but like I say, again, again, you, you say that, but like they had chances with Traore. Traore had like, what, three chances, four chances, and he fluffed all of them. A team's only as good as the chances it takes. We can't say this player or that player would have would have done better or would have gotten into better positions or anything like that. The, 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 the point is they had the chances there. The chances were there for them to be Arsenal. Unfortunately, they didn't take them, but other players may not have fashioned those chances. By looking at the game, being a home game for Arsenal, they're drawing against Wolves. Mm. They're coming mm. from behind against Wolves at home, and now they've drawn three. Crystal Palace being one of them, and they're not playing their best football. They're not. So how good are Arsenal really? Well, Everyone was getting excited over the Liverpool draw. But really, two games. They won the league then that day, didn't they? <laughs> but something that I didn't even consider until this weekend, Arsenal, is it new manager syndrome? Are Arsenal really back or is it just new manager syndrome? That's what i got to say. Look at Real Madrid now, like new manager winning games all day long. Maybe this is just new manager syndrome. And we Jenny, all thought it was, because it was at the beginning of the season, we thought it was a new Arsenal. Since I'm mystic and all that, if Wenger was involved here, if he was still the manager... Arsenal wouldn't even go to draw at this. Nah, you don't know, bro. Nah, like, I'm, I'm mystic. Like, I know. You don't, nah, and you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. With that's the problem. You never knew which Arsenal were gonna turn up with 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 Arsene Wenger. He'd have like three, four weeks of shit results, and then he'd just pull pull a result out of the bag randomly. Yeah, I probably would have lost it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, funny people think Wenger would win it, so I don't know. <laughs> he would have just. I mean, won, he would have maybe won that battle with the zip. It's, it's neither. It's, it's neither here nor there. What Wenger would have done. The, the the whole point is, like you say, Arsenal now. 
That's three draws. All right, a draw with Liverpool. It's right. not unfathomable. That's fine. You take that on its own. But then a draw with Crystal Palace, bro. A draw with a struggling team like Crystal Palace. Even this game, Arsenal's goal was fluky. Yeah, it was. It was a cross that ended up being going straight in. That's all it was. Okay, then uh, add more to it, which we were going to come to anyway. We could probably skip that bit. Arsenal Sporting. That was another draw. Nil-nil. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, the Liverpool game, I I, I think they had chances to win it. I don't think they had that in this Wolves game. Like you say, I think Wolves, Wolves out of the two teams, Wolves were the more likely to take it as well. Mm-hmm. It's not a case that Arsenal were knocking on the door and they couldn't break it down. It's not a case of they got unlucky and then they, you know, you know what? shots coming here, there and everywhere. It's not a case of they shut Wolves out of the game and just couldn't get that goal. Wolves were as much in the game as they were. You know what it is? So. From, from the game, you could set, I think it's more in the second half. You know, when from maybe the 60-minute mark, they started pressing more, more and more. So Arsenal did get a few chances which they fuffed, like Bellerin, Aubameyang's chance, hitting the post. Those, goals should, those should have gone in. But then from that, more or less, you've got a someone like Gerrard with his pace on the half in. All you have to do is bang it forward That's and he's on his bike. Arsenal, I'm not saying Arsenal didn't have chances, but Wolves had better chances. Yeah, they and did. 100%. looking at the stats coming to the end of it, Wolves had more attempts. Wolves had more attempts on target. Even though they only had 28% as a possession, which shows that Arsenal had a lot of the ball, but they weren't doing anything with it. <laughs> this is the difference between Arsenal and Man City. Possession-wise, Arsenal can... Like, <laughs> they, have, they have the ball, they don't do nothing yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah, Man yeah. City, if they had 72% possession, they're scoring. But that's why I'm saying that, like, nowadays in the game of football, possession, possession doesn't mean as much as it used to. So, like you say, you can have two completely different teams, both have the same amount of possession, the majority of possession, and not do anything with it. And like we say, like, if Traore took just one of those chances, or if Gibbs-White chance had gone in, we're looking at those, we're looking at these same stats, we're looking at Wolves with 28% possession, winning 2-1. So, possession isn't as much of a, I don't think it's as much of an indicator as it used to be. Oh, it is, depending on what team it is that's using those, using the possession. Because there's possession, just Man City, that's it. The thing is, there's possession to just pass sideways. Yeah. And then there's possession to actually attack teams. And it's but I think the majority of teams yeah, majority I don't teams, think majority of teams are possession to attack. City are all day long. Yeah, so it's just like you look at Liverpool, Liverpool will get the ball City back to France as quickly as possible. Yeah, City and Liverpool are not uh thing, but they've recently been trying to actually hold more possession. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're but before they were run. just back to front yeah. score, like And uh, yeah, so this Arsenal, they're just uh, they haven't got that cutting edge. And this is why again They're not making the top they're four. They're not making top four. As much as I know it's twelve games in, anything can happen. Only three points behind Spurs, but I can't see it happening. No, I don't see Arsenal again. Other teams now, you know, obviously not as good as City, obviously not as good as Liverpool, probably not as good as Chelsea and Tottenham right now. Talk about Chelsea. Chelsea and Everton. Um, boy, that's not the. That's, it's not a way to great a great way to illustrate that Chelsea aren't as good as uh, Chelsea are better than Arsenal because. Um, yeah, this was a dead game as well. So terrible. It was a it was a terrible game. Although you know what, I give accolades to to Everton. Everton set themselves up very well. Um, and if it wasn't for the fact that I'm realizing Bernard is a terrible player, <laughs> no, he lost the terrible ball so is, many times. Terrible well. is a harsh word. No, all right, terrible is a harsh word. I think he's he's too inexperienced because in this game, in this game, Bernard was their outlet. 
when Chelsea, when they were switching Chelsea attacks, when they were counter-attacking on Chelsea, nine times out of ten, the ball was going to Bernard. And nine times out of ten, he was doing nothing really? with it. To actually, like, to favour that point, Everton looked better when Lookman came on. He came off of Bernard. There you go. He looked so exactly. much better. He would exactly. so much more with the Much ball. more dangerous. Bernard is... I don't think he's experienced enough to be... Uh, yeah, I don't know if he should be starting. I don't know if he should be coming off the bench to, to give them a little something. Okay, moving from um, stunted attack and defence. Obviously, Chelsea didn't score. Do you think Mina helped? Boy, it's a debut, isn't it? Yeah. He shouldn't have had that yellow card. That, yellow should... card uh, that wasn't a yellow. He should have given away a penalty, though. Mm. The guy man was... He was doing that. No, no, that was yeah, 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 No, but even that, in terms of defense, do you think he? Because I mean, he came from Barcelona. We saw mm. what he did for Colombia. They, people don't rate him he as did, a good did, defender. He didn't. He didn't respect the Sanchez. I know, but I'm just saying he's obviously got quality. Yeah, he's come from that ilk because so they saying, bought him. No, they no, bought him. Being that he started, yeah, no, they bought him. They didn't play him. They sold him. Yeah, but Chelsea couldn't score. He was good enough that they bought him. I'm saying, do you think he was good in that defense? Is he one of the reasons why Chelsea didn't score? Um, I think early on in the game, early on in the game, he was quite a factor. Like I said, obviously he got that yellow card quite early on, which I don't think should be yellow card. He was a factor in the first half, but I think Everton as a team made it very difficult. And another, Digne. Digne was, and he continues to impress me. Digne, there was a chance very early in the first half where, was he? I think he got in front of Willian. Willian almost had a free shot on goal. Um, in, in fact, the whole of Everton's back line. Yeah, they were probably playing for the badge, actually. Yeah, yeah, they were. And I think, like, they were rigid. They, they, you know, they had a game plan and they stuck to that game plan. They counter-attacked. Um, and Chelsea didn't have many, many dangerous chances. Let's not miss the main guy, actually. I said being about Pickford. He's been picking them up. A couple good saves. Yeah. He's been doing that for the last few games. Actually. But that's it. Like, you're only as good as the defence that's in front of you as well. Mm. Like, they mop up 90% of the stuff. The other 10%, Pickford, Pickford saves it. Uh, you saw the shot from Alonso from that, uh, that brilliantly yeah. worked free yeah, kick from William. The Van Basten-esque. Yeah, it was amazing. And he saved that. There was another shot from Hazard, which was basically, you know, it was, it was easy enough to save, but he still got there. Um, and like I say, I don't think I saw very many dangerous, really dangerous Chelsea chances. They had chances, don't get me wrong, but not many of them where I was kind of like, ooh, that's close. I think Everton did a very good job. And it also points to the reason why I don't think Tottenham, um, I don't think Chelsea will be in the race this season. Uh, they're, they're lacking that cutting edge as well. Maybe not to the same extent Arsenal are, but, and again, they're not doing what Tottenham and Liverpool can do which is to still get results when they're not playing very well. It's this early, but I mean, calling it already. The way it's things have been going, City, City have won it. Liverpool not... will be, yeah, won't be too it. far behind. In and, and around. Chelsea and Tottenham anyway. That's it. Whatever happens after that, no one cares. But yeah, City are going to win it. They're the most consistent as it stands and they'll just get better. Yeah. yeah. That's it for the Premier League then. That's it. All right. On to the ACA. Kept it simple, three games, three teams to win. <laughs> what happened, bro? <laughs> three teams being Tottenham, West Ham, Chelsea to win. Chelsea obviously drew, Tottenham won, and West Ham just disappointed with the draw, which we thought were going to win. But yeah, we'll keep it this simple. Throughout the next games, I mean, we'll decide who we think would win. I'll put that online. If it wins, it wins. Whoever fails, we get to, you know, cuss you out in it. But yeah, all right, let's leave it there. Let's move on to the next, isn't it? 
Okay, taking a quick retrospective look at the Champions League. Everybody was in action last week. Obviously, the biggest game and possibly the biggest upset was United versus Juventus. Uh, United had Juventus pretty well caged until Ronaldo did what Ronaldo does. His first Champions League goal, he had to make it something spectacular. Banging goal, though. Oh, that it was, was a bro, but the ball, the ball was it? Benucci, Benucci played the ball in for him. What? I think so. I'm not sure. Well, technically, no one ever. I, I didn't have no part of it. And United played well. It was a very different game from the yeah, first. Yeah, they played well in the first half. Like yeah. it wasn't the typical. The only, like, they actually held it from, to a certain level. From that game, the only thing that was yeah, it was very different from the first leg. They actually had positioning and thing, but they didn't really create anything up until again during the few the few chances they had. It's only really the free kick matter squad. And then a free kick that thing you put in. Oh, you say that, that bro. Put in. All right, United only had three shots on target that game. How many did Juventus have? And that game, they had Oh, they had a lot, man. Three. Okay, on three target. Shots on target each. On target, oh, no. but off target. Total, what I mean, total, the chances total, that yeah. they should have just clean cut. Like, uh, but they didn't. I'm tired of what they should have put away. They didn't. They didn't. No, it doesn't matter. They didn't. Be better. How many shots they had that when they took they took the shot from long range and what's his name? I was about to say Van der Tyler. De Gea. Uh, De Gea was just looking at the ball like, this has gone past me. <laughs> I can't do nothing. But and then they, they went over. But then, with that, most people say, which I agree with, if that was a Champions League final, those, this wouldn't have been the same game. Those chances they had, which they took, and the ones that they didn't take, they would have taken them and it would have been like 3-0. But when you're playing a game like this, but now, the now, you're looking in the, now, now you're looking in Manassas crystal ball, bro. Mystic, now you're looking the in the mystic, mystic ball, okay. bro. You're right. looking in the mystic ball. No, but All I'm saying still. is they kept the world marshal. And yeah, no, they had chances. They did have chances and they hit Woodwork a couple of times and De Gea made some saves and stuff like that. But also, they were chances that they didn't have the time they didn't have the time to take time to take because United were pressing them. They didn't have the angles to take them because they couldn't get into great angles. United made sure that those chances were only half chances at best. Everybody's going around like, oh, you know what? Juventus gifted, Juventus gifted that United win by being sloppy. No, they forced them into that. They forced them into that. And like we did say, the whole game changed when Fellaini came on. Fellandino, bro. Fellandino actually did change the game. He did, he did. Because he did. he's a nuisance. Okay, he cool. He's an impact super sub, isn't it? I don't think he's an yeah, impact. Yeah. I don't think he's an impact. He, he disrupts the game. Player. He disrupts the game. Exactly. And nobody else. You can't name another player playing now that disrupts a game like he does. And the other thing is, forced Juventus. they forced Juventus into conceding a goal as well. Like, yeah. You could say it was their own goal, but United forced that. That's <laughs> because... The play but play. it was good. It was good in any case because United would have been on the hot seat in terms of Valencia being on but game United more points. So now they're second in the now. I think stage. they win. I think they qualify with a win against Young Boys. If Lundgren United Lundgren Lundgren doesn't get anything from Juve, then United. They won. But they need to get a win though. I don't even think they can get a draw. I think they need a win against Juventus for it to for it to count because United are on seven and they're on four. Anyway, anyway, never mind. Um, moving on, Spurs almost spurs it up against PSV, uh, but Harry Kane managed to save the day. Two goals, one in like the well, what was it, the eighty, the eighty ninth minute when they'd already gone one nil down. Yeah, nonsense game because this is the first of many that cost me. It cost, it cost you cost me on, yeah on my package, you know. This one, 
I put Spurs over uh, minus uh, 1.5. No, 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 minus Let's not nah, concentrate man. on his personal woes, man. Let's <laughs> nah, trust me. No, I mean, team. obviously that's given Spurs a lifeline. Uh, if they had lost that game, they would still be sitting there at one point, which would have meant they would have had to have won both their final two games and Inter couldn't have picked up any points from their final two games to qualify. As it stands, they're now only three points away from Inter. But um, they've just done their best so they can get that third spot to go into Europa so then they can play Arsenal. But in all, likelihood, all in all likelihood, that's where they're going, right? In all likelihood, that's where they're going because now they've got Inter, fair enough, at home, but it's still Inter that managed to show them up last time and then they've got Barcelona away. So, but Barcelona will be free by then too. Mm, they don't really Barcelona care about the game. Though. Still Barcelona at home. Still Barcelona. And also... If Inter beat Tottenham, then it's still only three points between between Barca and Inter. So they might have to they might have to put a put a better team out. Although if Inter beat Tottenham, it's over for Tottenham anyway. Look, he's looking at a missed it ball now. If Inter yeah. beat Tottenham, yeah. Nah, 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 nah. This is this is what might happen. Not shoulda, woulda, couldas. Your Mystic Ball <laughs> looks, like, your Mystic Ball looks at alternate realities, bro. No, your Mystic Ball looks at alternate realities of yeah, stuff that's already happened. No, I'm looking at stuff realities. that hasn't happened yet. Now I'm looking at stuff that hasn't happened yet. Good well within my rights. Well within my rights. It's the ultimate Mr. Hindsight. <laughs> exactly. I'm not looking at hindsight. Um, Hindsight's a wonderful. Moving thing. on to the the the, the, the what, Liverpool. <laughs> I was gonna say the surprise. Another game that was surprise. Fucked up my echo. Oh, stop it, man! <laughs> this fucking <laughs> shitty echo. That's losing every way corner. Yeah. And Liverpool is like what Klopp said. The mojo, isn't it? The it, mojo is gone. It told. Two I mean, lost. even. Even though they had 22 attempts on goal to uh, Belgrade's 10. But they weren't really. It was only four shots. Belgrade had four shots on target. They had three. So it, it makes me think they, that they were shooting wildly, bro. And then you had City, which was uh, one of two six nils that they had during the week last week. Uh, versus Shakhtar Donetsk. Oh, God, the Raheem Sterling penalty. That's oh, that was that's, a joke, bro. Come on, nah. You have some what? integrity, bro. Have this, some integrity. This is another thing. That's two have things. Then from that time, I would have got up. That's just me anyway. I got up and said, "Ref, like, unless he didn't know if someone had kicked him or not, bro, how he, knows he, not know? he knows he kicked the He knows he kicked the floor. I will get up and say, "Why?" It, when you see that on YouTube, you've seen why? players this do it YouTube, before. Like, you've when I've seen, seen that on YouTube, it, everyone applauds that. It's, it just shows the character you have. And then you Why? add this. Because you, you don't add... need to, bro. Exactly. Why? You don't need to. It's shut out the next, bro. It's You're not, already okay, one up. I think not, you can't take it for granted. I just think as a player, you should be honest with yourself. I like playing like that. Why? Wait, wait, the, the reason I keep saying why, if you ask why five times, come to the honest truth. But why I say that what? is... That is it's it's a, it's a, it's Stop reading them self-help books. But, alright, check this. You see, we're footballers. The simplest thing of a throwing... You know, you kick the ball out. What do footballers do? They claim that it's ours anyway. They do it. That's the simplest. That's, that's a what you're doing. Yeah, that's the throwing. They claim that. So, why is Sterling going to turn around and think? He's, he's not. Because, to be honest, it's not, a little embarrassing the, that you're, you're the, claiming no, that, bro, the, for the, your own incompetence. No matter this thing is, right? And he has posted the match. He was like, I'm not sure if anyone kicked me. I'm like, dude, you kicked me. You don't you kick the floor. At least the what floor came up and kicked me. I'm not sure if anyone kicked me. He apologized at the end. But um, what's it? Oh yeah, well, what's it? After nah, the ball's already stands. Even like Pep, if he showed the re- the replay of it, Pep knew he kicked the floor. Yeah, he turned course. around to his to his. Pep said he's he's the, he, he turned around to his bench and made the gesture that he kicked the floor. But 
he didn't he did even he didn't do the right thing. He could have gone to fourth official and said, no, nah, that's not a penalty, disallow it. Pep was asked later on saying, what do you think? He said, obviously, it's not a penalty, and he gestured it. He said he gestured it at the thing, and he said, why didn't you tell the fourth official, oh, maybe next time I will. Okay. He didn't do it. Okay. So if, if the manager's not going to do it, make a big deal. But why like, like I said it? before with Sterling, I don't mind what he did, because there's only one nil up. If they lost the game, it would be a thing like we should have just taken a penalty. Look, so I don't blame him for that. If this was the championship, if this was the Champions League final, and your team was no, there. I would. I, I said that before. What we're talking. I just said it's a Champions League final. I'll be like, don't do Why? it. Why? It's team, a fucking final. It's a group stage. If United won the Champions League final on a penalty like this, hey, I'd be happy, man. I don't I'll be, care. I'm, yes, it's a why, am I, why, why, why am I gonna care about this? But that's what so I'm saying. Like, like, Champions League final mm. or group stage, I don't care. Take no, it. No, I care. I don't care. I don't care that you don't care. I care. Well, no one cares that you maybe care. Maybe I, I, I have more. Maybe I just. I just have more. More integrity. But I. And again, they're already one nil. The honest thing when no one's looking, they're already one nil up. <laughs> but what I do when no one's Wait, looking is none of your concern. <laughs> bro. I'm not trying to hold up. Trying to hold man up. Like, I come in about integrity. And what that, I do, what really? I do when no one's looking is my concern. When the eyes of the world are on you, you do the right thing. Yeah, <laughs> that comes to me about integrity. If Sterling tripped up when no one was looking, then that's something different. But everyone was watching. No, they weren't. No, the referee wasn't. Alright, alright. What about those small games out there? I think it was PSG. Um, I don't really care about any of them. I mean, Monaco. They're both draws. Oh, Monaco is in terrible shape. Monaco, terrible shape? yeah. Monaco. Now, PSG, like, PSG Napoli again, they drew. Which yeah. is making Liverpool. Inter Barcelona, that's also 1 1 as well. Real Madrid, obviously, continuing their comeback with uh, 5 0 over yeah. Pilsen. Um. That's it, really. That's it. There's nothing. There's nothing really going on. There's nothing really going on. Solari Santiago apparently got the Real Madrid job off the back of the last two results, one of which was the Champions League one. Is there anything we need to say about Europa? No, fuck that thing. <laughs> Nobody cares about that. Okay, Arsenal <laughs> drew. I mean, Chelsea. I cared about it last Arsenal season. Arsenal drew Chelsea one. <laughs> I cared about it last season, but not now. I'll do that fantasy. Let me be your fantasy. Yeah, yeah. He's top, yo. Why do you keep asking that? All we want to know is who's got the most, who's got the least. Nah, nah, and know. who's pushed up the lowest. Manas is top. Last week, I got cut off, innit? Let's <laughs> say he's top. Mystic. Bro, I'll cut you again, bro. Not cut you off, I'll cut M-M-M. you again. Mystic Manas is top, but right, who's next? Manas, I don't know what that. So this week. Matt Maloney got. Matt, Matt Mahoney. Matt Maloney. Oh, it is Matt Maloney. Matt yeah, Maloney got, got the biggest highest. Points. 68 points is a bit of a low week. Yeah. But he got the highest, the lowest. Omar, Omar, uh, yeah, Omar Sunil. Apologies for pronouncing that incorrectly. You can correct me on, on Twitter or whatever, but it doesn't change the fact that you got the lowest points. So. The lowest. But Ooh, no bro. real, they're, they're no from, real, no yeah, real no, movies. You know, let's, let's give terrible. a quick shout out to Shirley. Oh, how many points does Shirley get? Shirley got 55, but Shirley's up he's to 8. Because he was, he was like, what, yeah. Exactly, I, I rate him. Because I see him, I'm like, right, that guy's not too far away. What's your secret, Matty? We'll find out, innit? But... At the moment, this week, no one really did the best. Like, between 50 and 6, what, 69 is the highest, is it? 68 was the highest. Yeah, the, the most points this week is 109. So we all did more or less just above average. So that's decent. Well, I can say I did well because I've opened up it. I've stretched my gap a little. What's the gap? Um, the gap now is 21 points. 
Right. It was like six points before last week. Pop the so, champagne. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's more like a proper Arsenal fan. Like he's happy. Like yeah, let's get this fourth place job. It's better game. Oh, wait, except that I'm going for first place and not fourth. It's not the same though. But you're celebrating yeah. before the end, bro. Like, no, Arsenal fans. One person bro. uses the triple captain. Bang, it's done. They will, they will be over. I'm not using my triple cap. You're talking you, like I've used mine. And you use yours and get like three points. You, you, know? you, you use yours on Mane, bro. You use yours on Mane. You put too guy, much faith in Mane, this guy. I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for the bro. double game weeks, isn't it? Yeah, but you double put too much faith in Mane. You are waiting for something waiting else. For the double I game week. I gave you double game week. Me and Mr. Pet game week. Man was waiting for a card game, bro. You can use his thing on a normal week when he fought. No. The week I was about to use it was when the Guerrero got four. Because it's easy. If I would have used it then, I would have, I would have been laughing. But you I didn't use four. it. He's, yeah, he's got four earlier this season. Old school. Yeah, I would have. Like, he's got four. That's so if I, if, and that's the week I was really, I was ready to print it. Then, but I missed the deadline. So yeah, hindsight, Mystic. Mystic Manas strikes again. <laughs> On that note, thank you for listening. Join us again next week. It's an international break, so we'll just be talking a few whatnots and here and there's. I've been flows. Mystic MK. <laughs> M- MK, yeah. BNF, Ben Hoffield, Peace. Yep, later.